Please be advised, this podcast is all nonsense. Nothing you hear or see while adventuring with the worm should be taken seriously, or more importantly, fact-checked. Try not to let the mispronunciations distract you from the knowledge being shared. You're just riding with two worms trying to have a good time. Hello, worm lovers. Nice to have you back. Have you got your roller coaster belts on? Because this is about to get wild. There's at least eight upside downy bits this time, and three sidewaysy bits. And there are loop the loops Indeed. involved as well. And corkscrews. And corkscrews. Definitely corkscrews. Big ones that go down and then up again. Is corkscrew actually a part of a roller coaster? Yeah, definitely. It's the bit when the, the spinny bit. I thought you meant like corkscrews, like torture implements. I was like, we thought we'd change the ride to like House of Horrors. Not yet, maybe. <laughs> if that's what people want, we'll consider it. Talking about horrors, mm-hmm. if you did listen to episode three, I'd like to just let you know the flipping of the switch for the age control did not go well. The switch doesn't do what we thought it did. There was a lot of destruction and some horrors we don't feel comfortable talking about. Turns out the bones don't shrink. They start protruding through the skin. It's quite horrific. Yep, we're going to stop it there because um, I'm getting flashbacks, PTSD style. It got bad. But we did get bailed out by the big man himself, the big R. Yep, he heard our distress calls, came down. He actually, he doesn't need his own craft. I didn't realise he could breathe in space. It just, yeah, his lungs are so powerful. He just breathes in the space there. Yeah, I love him. He impresses me more each day. I just, I love the fact that when he landed, he went, boys, what have I told you? Worms should not be experimenting on humans. He he just told us to escape, basically. Yeah, he he grabbed us. He hung us over each one of his ears. Yep. And rocket jumped off the planet. Yeah, back back into our ship. Yep. He he did give us a bit of a lecture, which we don't really want to go into, because we don't like being told off. By Big R, or as I call him, Dwayjo. Dwayjo. And he did actually say to me, you can only call me Dwayjo when you behave. He doesn't like it when we misbehave. Understandable. He says we're bad worms. Yeah, he said we're going to have to have a time out. So I wasn't allowed any prawn crackers. <sighs> Again? Yeah. I love my prawn crackers. You love prawn crackers. It's so sat. I'd to eat quavers. <laughs> oh, goddamn quavers. Che- I mean, cheesy prawn crackers. Yeah. They're like the American... Cheese version. Actually, are Quavers American? No, they're not. No, Walkers? Think, yeah, Walkers, which are English. I wonder if Americans have a Quaver equivalent. Ooh. I know they've got, like, cheese balls. Yeah, I know you can get cheese curls. In America? No, in the UK. Yeah, but isn't that just, like, a cheap version of Quavers? Yeah, that's your cheap Quaver. Off-brand. Off-brand Quaver. What if things are just actually called off-brand? So rather than trying to come up with a, a slick alternative name? Just off-brand. If you are essentially making something else. Oh, maybe they're not allowed to say that because they're using the name. Because you can put off-brand in really small writing. And then put quavers. In massive, almost exact same <laughs> packaging. Yeah. And they'll be like, no, it definitely says off-brand. Yeah, but they're yeah. real small. That's not even words. Oh, yeah, sorry, I used wingdings. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we brand our quavers. Yep, I put off-brand in wingdings and then quavers in English. I don't think that's illegal. I think that's perfectly fair. Is there a law around wingdings? <laughs> wingdings <laughs> Using wingdings on packaging. No, yeah. there's not. You can use wingdings if you want. But what, does it have to be legible? Does it have to be in English? 
you can also use the worm language. Well, if you put it in a completely different language, yeah, then you're technically using a language, but then you can say it's an import. Yeah, but the name wouldn't change in a different language. It's like no one's name changes in a different language. Your name's your name. The pronunciation yeah, so I, might change. So if I put... Quibbles. <laughs> so if I put off-brand in, I don't know, Arabic, mm-hmm. so it looks like just really cool dashes and stuff, and then put quavers just in English, yeah. can I get away with it? That's fine. They can't do anything. They can't touch you. I like the confidence you... But you don't read the laws. I can't read laws. You can't even read the spaceship manuals. Don't need them. Just wing no. it. Winding well, it. No, because we don't have wings. I've told you this. Those things on your back are not wings. I stapled them on. They're real. <laughs> Did it hurt afterwards? A little. <laughs> I told you not to staple yourself. I didn't like it. After stapling one wing, you kind of committed to the other wing, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did you get anywhere? No, they fell off. Fair but enough. the staples stayed on. <laughs> I can imagine the word. Paper wings aren't actually that strong. They're not as efficient as I expected. Yeah, I think you need more structural integrity. I thought I looked great, though. I liked the smile you had when you put them on. Yep. You looked really happy. I was happy. I always thought I was the dumb worm. What you trying to say? That maybe I'm not the dumb worm. Speaking of dumb worms, Jaffa wasn't a worm. He was an old man. We, he was, sa- he we was, saved him. We saved him. He said he's still going to continue to make Jaffa cakes. He said, actually, he was fine with it. Yeah, he actually went, they were never his. Also, we found out his name is Jaffa Cakes. Full name, Jaffa Cakes. He signs them off as Jaffa, Jaffa cakes. cakes. It's actually his signature on the box. Yeah, he just signs the box. So. False alarm, really. Yeah. I mean, I was panicked. We had a good time at the factory. He showed us round. He showed us round. Remember that 16-hour tour he gave us? It was great. It was yeah. real fun. It, it's got a bit stale around the sort of 2 to 15-hour mark. So did the Jaffa Cakes. <laughs> well, apparently if you leave them out that long, they do. <laughs> they do. But the first hour and the last hour are really exciting. There's less to see at the Jaffa Cake factory than you'd think. Because once I... you've seen a Jaffa Cake, you've, you've seen it, if I'm honest. <laughs> yep. I think the fact that hours 2 to 15 were just waiting for Jaffa to go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Because he's old, obviously, so he needed a good 14 hours. Mm. Um, yeah. Standing around waiting wasn't exactly that wasn't, exciting. It wasn't the best time. He did say you can have as many stale Jaffa Cakes as you wanted. But only the stale ones. <laughs> we weren't allowed any fresh batches. He let us lick the jelly. He also told us that there were no symbols on the jelly. No. no. Just stop looking. I'm glad, I'm glad we checked, though. And I'm glad you were on board for the ride. Also, they just let us in. We didn't have to sneak in. We, they, we just walked yeah. in. Also, they wouldn't turn up the air conditioning. They said it ruins the jelly, the, the jelly and the chocolate on the Jaffa. They were warm Jaffa with custard. Ooh. Apparently, they're bringing out that. They are. Pre-pa- if they're not, pre-packaged, each stays warm. And if they're not, Jaff- then they should Jaffa-lied. be. Jaffa-lied. Yeah, Jaffa-lied. Apparently, they're bringing out pineapple Jaffas. Pineapple Jaffas. Is Which sad? is really weird, because are they going to be stealing our pineapple juice? I hope not. Because we need that. It's funny how he only told us about pineapple Jaffas and when we went there smelling like pineapple juice. It's almost like he stole the idea. It's almost like he stole our pineapple juice off our bodies. I did go out drier when I went in. <laughs> he did keep rubbing us with towels. <laughs> what was that about? He kept wiping knives across us and just kind of scraping us a little bit. And he was just like, oh, for no reason, it's a hygiene issue. Yeah, He was a strange guy, actually. I still want Jaffa cakes, though. As in the, his branded food, not him. His signature food. Or if he wants to come and just make Jaffa cakes for us all the time, I'm cool with that as well. That's his, also his handwriting. That, that's not a font they use. That's Jaffa cakes handwriting. That's why it's so hard to find anywhere on the internet. He just writes each box. He's a really good artist, in fact. 
He was, he was a nice guy. Yeah, he smells like oranges. He does smell like I oranges. think that's where he came with the idea. He just sniffed himself. And he went, oh, that could be good in a cake. I actually checked cake and biscuit tax. Cakes aren't taxed, but chocolate-covered biscuits are. He's on a scam? Yeah. <laughs> we knew we looked shady. I don't think he was actually imprisoned. Because when we were taking him out, he was like, leave me alone, let me stay in here. I think he was actually hiding he was, out. He was hiding. It was a bit strange when those FBI agents came and arrested him, but I thought they were his friends. I thought they were his friends. They seemed friendly. They gave us hats. Trilbies, in fact. I did feel a little bit like Worm Indiana Jones. We looked good. Oh, yeah. It was, I've added it to the uh, disguise collection. We gave him badges as well. They loved yeah. them. We also looked like whips. But they weren't like FBI badges. They were just like birthday badges. No, we gave them worm badges. Oh, we gave them badges. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We gave them badges. That's, That's what, what you said they gave. No, badges. we gave badges. them badges. They gave us badges as well. They, just ours, they, they said ours was better, though. Yeah. They did actually say, can we have ours back? They're disappointing. They were disappointing. <laughs> yeah. That was metal badges. Who cares? They were so gassed to have just, badges. They just wrote FBI on them. Who cares what does that even yeah. mean? No one knows what that means. <laughs> I think it was pretty more... Not even they knew what it meant. No, it's fried burger. Inspectors. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there wasn't even any burgers there. What were they doing there? Well, I don't think they work very hard. Or Christ. I think they eat all of the fried burgers because they're inspecting them and then they're like, oh, let me inspect a little bit more and then a little bit more and then and then the burgers are gone. And then they've got nothing to investigate. They write a report anyway. They, do, they still write the report. They do a lot of paperwork. They did have a lot of empty blank paper with them. They did, didn't write anything on it. <laughs> no. They just kept ripping off the top sheet, screwing it up aggressively and throwing it throwing at it. the bin. And then at Jaffa, which was weird. Yeah. And he came away with a lot of paper cuts. Which is strange. I've never seen anyone get a paper cut from having paper thrown at them in a ball. Yeah, Jaffa's really weak. So as the format dictates, we've had questions from listeners as we request. And the first question we are tackling this episode is, what happens if you get scared half to death twice? Would you die? No. Sorted. Cool. (laughs) That was easy. It depends on... So you get scared half to death. So you get scared 50% of your life. Is that a solid 50%? Or is it 50% of your remaining life you have left? Okay, yeah, so is it an arbitrary figure? Yeah, is it a, a flat 50%? Whether you get, When you get scared half to death, it is a flat rate of being scared. You are scared for 50% of your total life. So if you basically almost dying and you're saying 50%, you would, it wouldn't be 50% of a normal human. It'd be 50%. But... It's a turn of phrase. It is a turn of phrase, but some, it has to have come from somewhere. Someone, someone <laughs> at some <laughs> point made the measurement. So someone got scared, and then they got scared again, and their dad went, oh my god, that was two times? That was twice. The problem is with that test, they'd, they'd need the scare-mometer to know how much they got scared, because the first scare might have only been a 10% scare, and the second scare could have been a 100% scare, and that the second scare is the one that killed them. Maybe they guessed. This is the problem with, with the measurement. Was it a guess? So we know that the phrase exists, scared half to death, but we need more information on the measurement that was taken. We need a scareometer. Okay, so if someone's chop someone's foot off, how much closer to death would you say they were? A foot. A foot closer. Yeah, one foot closer to death. So we're talking about measurements in terms of yes. feet. Yes. Yeah, you, your life's measured in feet. Okay, so... If it was half to death, how much? And you're six foot, would you just say you're three feet closer to death? Three foot closer As to death. As in six foot under the ground? Oh, this makes sense now. So all you these, chop someone's foot off. All these measurements are, are truth measurements, yeah. Six foot under the ground. 
So you'd be three foot under the ground? You'd be three foot under the ground. Does that mean you'd have just just sticking up from the waist? <laughs> well, no, they, they don't start putting you in the ground. But you said it's, it's how how much closer to death you are? Yeah, it's, it's, it's how much closer to death, but you're not buried at that moment. So you get scared half to death. A guy doesn't come up and you're, you're, you're half dead now. <laughs> I'm going to bury you halfway and leave you there to see how you get on. I thought, but we just said it's a measurement? It is a measurement, so you, you've got your life. Six foot. Life six foot. Yep. Scared half to death, you lose three foot. Okay. If you get scared, scared half to death again, do yep. you lose a full three foot... Or do you lose 1.5 feet? Ooh, so every time you get scared, you're just being scared. And this is what we need to figure out. Are you just I was lose... thinking about this completely differently. Yeah. You... <laughs> also, you mentioned about one foot and five feet. So you're saying is every time you get scared, half to death, you never die. Because it keeps happening like a half-life. Well, this is this is the other thing. So if you get, get scared half to death at a solid rate of 50%, two times, you'll be dead. If you get scared half to death, twice uh, not not at a solid rate at what you have remaining then no you can never die from losing 50% so simply put is it a half life or is it an arbitrary measurement well is it an additive bonus or a multiplicative bonus why are we talking about it's not a bonus to die no, I would definitely say it was more of a cost the percentage is it a bon- that sort of bonus okay because I don't know about anybody else, but I'm definitely not calling being closer to death a bonus. Okay. Can we call it multiplicative cost? Because I would definitely say it was towards... It's cost on your life. It is a cost. Who are these people scaring people half to death? The scare moisters. Scaremongers. No, not the mongers. Because they're they're selling the scare. The scaremongers sell the scare. The scaremongers sell the scare. Okay. The scare moisters deploy the scare. <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy with the name scare moisters. We can't pick that. That's already been coined by the scare moisters. But can I still call them something different to scare moister? You can call them what they like, but on paper, job description. Okay, scare moister. Yeah. Okay. There's a job description for a scare moister. Yeah, and scaremonger. Would they take us as scare moisters? We can apply. But why do you want to scare people so bad? I don't know, I'm just thinking it's a backup plan if this doesn't work out. <laughs> So what, we just go around in our spaceship scaring people? I mean, We could get fangs. Not from Vampire Planet. <laughs> they don't have not from Vampire Planet, no. But we, we could, could get fangs. I think we'd look really cool with fangs. If you had to make yourself the scariest version of yourself by changing one thing, what would you change? I'd be less hairy. Because I'm covered. I'm like a hairy worm. You're a hairy worm? Yep. The hairiest worm I know. You actually can't tell I'm hairy because I have a suit on all the time. Full tuxedo. I'm always ready to impress. Always ready. Have to be. In space. You just don't know where you're going to land. You don't know when you're going to find a fancy dress party that only accepts you in tuxedos. That's my favourite party. Fancy dress parties in space aren't costumes. They mean fancy dress like nicely dressed. Yeah. Which really confused us when we first came to Earth. Because we got invited to a fancy dress party, so wore tuxedos. Yeah. And they're like, what have you come as? And we was like, fancy Fancy dress. dress. And then luckily someone went, oh wow, it's James Bond. And then we Googled who James Bond was. We were like, oh, it's some character, some guy made up. But we they were like, yes, that's who we are. That is what we are. And we managed to play it out really well. But we got scared half to death. We did get scared half to death, but we didn't have our scarometer with us to measure our scare factor. Yeah. It's quite convenient that every time someone gets scared half to death, nobody has a scarometer around. They should start carrying them. They could carry... I've got my new thing. I want to have a scarometer implanted into my worm arm. Your worm arm. Like Steve Austin, Six Million Dollar Man. Here's a guy who can carry his arm, but I want a scare monitor in my arm. 
I think that'd be more useful than his Geiger counter. Seeing as it was only used once, and it's pretty much something you could just carry in your pocket. It's a great show, though. It was a great show. It's it not one of our favourite shows. It was the only show we got for like 50 years. For some, why, was we, why did we only get that show? And why did they hear play constantly? I feel like we had access to more shows, but we were still in our early stages of learning. We were. So we were very much like, this is all that can happen. But it helped us grow. We were very confused when we did come to Earth, though, and Geiger counters were so readily available. Because we were confused why he had one. If we thought it was something really rare and yep. an amazing thing to have, and they were in the shop, we could buy one. It was really weird that I could just get one in a watch. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you can get it in a watch. But he implanted it in his arm. It's it not like a few pounds. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not even expensive. Six million dollars on this guy. Yeah, I, I think I transferred some mud to them. <laughs> As like, here's some earth mud for your Geiger counter. And they were like, thank you so much. That's more than Here's two yeah. watches, actually. So we both got a watch. It's really cool. We wear them as necklaces. <laughs> well, we do, because they're pretty, they're pretty big for our size. We look good, though, with them on. Oh, yeah. The, we look pimp, like pimp worms. People always ask us where we got our necklaces from. And we, we don't tell them. Secret. Yeah, because we like secret. to pretend we're the only ones who have them. But if you come to Earth, everybody's got them on the wrists. Everyone. Some people have them on their ankles, which is weird. Yeah, I've seen that. Why would you put a watch on your ankle? Is it because if you're one of those people that sits with your leg over your other leg, you ah, always want the time? You look at the time. Some people don't like wearing stuff on their wrists, but you wear socks, so you constantly got something on your ankles. So adding a watch surely doesn't feel that much worse. It's harmless. Or you don't wear sock gloves all the time maybe we should well we can't we can wear a hat which is a sock Ooh. I think I look really good with a bobble hat we both look good with bobble hats I've, I've changed my superpower now would be adding a schemometer to me so I have it with me all the time I would get a monobrow <laughs> I think that's something quite scary about a worm with a monobrow oh yeah I want to be scary a schemometer doesn't do anything <laughs> but you could measure how much you've scared people Oh, and then I know what things scare people and the most. And then you a really live. efficient scare. So it's not about looking scary. You understand the mechanics of scaring. It'd be like Monsters, Inc. It would be like I would Monsters, know Inc. what scares people the most. Does that mean if I make someone laugh really hard, I actually get more from it? More what? Because they were harvesting energy. Yeah, well, we're trying to work out if we can scare someone half to death. If I make them laugh really hard, do you think they get closer to death? What do they get? Do you... 70% towards death? Or do you reverse it? Because people say laughter is the best medicine. So he, he, you get it back. But it's at a much lower rate. So being scared. Which is why people can't get an accurate measurement. Because uh. people get scared all the time. But then they laugh. Which then brings it back up. So you're thinking that person should have died now. Because I've, I've scared them loads. Or they should at least be near death. But now, they laugh so a much. simple push down the stairs will finish it off. So Patch Adams was doing good work. Oh, Patch Adams. He was funny. Oh, he must have saved so many people from You don't thing. actually understand how good of a doctor he was until you understand the mechanics behind this. Do you reckon he carried a scarometer? I think he understood what was happening, which is why he put so much effort into making people laugh. He was the first human to understand that scaring half to death was actually a thing. I don't think it... Maybe he was an alien. Maybe we should speak to him. Well, actually, we can go visit him. We can I know where he lives. We just never go, because surprisingly enough... On screen, he's hilarious. It's really grumpy. I don't think he smiles, ever. It's it's like anything, when you do it as a job, it's nice to have a break. And I think when he gets in... Puts his feet up. Puts his frown on. Turn that frown upside down, he says, no. No, I'm putting that smile upside down. That's what he says, actually, yeah. That is the phrase That's he what has he says on his front door. Yep. <laughs> he, uh, he d- yeah, he's not a delightful man. Maybe if we're taking some Jaffa cakes. 
Maybe. He could be a Jaffa Cake fan. Maybe we should take a different biscuit. What would you go for? For someone who is grumpy but pretends to be happy, you'd have to have a biscuit that was quite simple, but when you bite into it, it's quite funny. Jammy Dodger. Or a party ring. A party ring is good as well. I think it would have to be with something in the middle, like so, either a hole or the jam. I think there needs to be, oh, it looks normal, but when you get into the middle, it's funny, it's different. Maybe not then. Maybe oh, maybe a custard cream. Custard cream. Bourbon. Depends on if you prefer chocolate over vanilla. I've got it. Create a new biscuit, like similar to a custard cream or a bourbon, but you can't see the chocolate on the oh. inside, so it covers it completely. Yeah. So you bite into it. You don't know. And then you get this surprise on the inside, but every biscuit is different. They'll look the same on the outside, but on the inside... The cream is different. So he's, like, really grumpy, and he's like, oh, I've got these. Oh, this one's raspberry? This crazy? Has another one. Vanilla. Going mental? I think Jaffa will be able to help us with this. Yeah, but he'd turn it into a jelly, and I feel it needs to be more of a he cream. He loves a jelly. Why does it have to be a jelly? <laughs> I don't know. Why does he have jelly cereal? He does bathe in jelly, though. He did bathe in jelly. Only orange jelly. That's why he smelled like jelly orange well, his all the time. skin was great. Oh, he had amazing skin. His skin was incredible. Flawless. Actually flawless. Like... He looked like smooth egg. <laughs> As opposed to unsmooth eggs. Yeah, wobbly eggs. Or jagged. You can get jagged egg edges. Eggies. Eggies. Eggers, as we call them. You can get jagged. Jagged eggers. Eggs. It actually means that the hen is unwell. Yeah. It's actually a thing you can get. And it is. It's weird. It's weird. I don't care about that. What I mean is, we've started bathing in pineapple jelly because of that. And we are so smooth. Changed our life. We didn't actually realise that it not only makes your body smooth, you become just a smooth person. Just generally smooth. We are now James Bond because we're wearing tuxedos all the time and we're as smooth as him. Yeah, great. Yeah, Daniel Craig actually comes and visits, visits us on the ship to get tips. And bathe in our jelly. We, we have like this hot tub sauna thing going on. We're all sitting down in our jelly. Just slipping it. Yeah, slip it's quite it. nice. It's a really, really nice feeling to slide into jelly. It's great. It's the best feeling. If you never tried it, you're missing out on life. Set yourself a massive jelly bath. Slide right into that. Just make sure it's set first and then slide in. If you if you get in too early and it's not set, it doesn't work. The cooling process is a little bit difficult. You're going to have to work on that. Just take a while to get a good set jelly from a bath full of jelly. And don't mix. It's got to be a solid set. Don't make small jellies and put them in. You've got to oh, make, no, yeah, because then the, the bottom bath. jelly becomes corrupt. But back on track. Scared half to death. Okay. Laughter tops you back up. What percentage is the laughter? We'd have to make. You'd have to measure. No one's ever took the measurement. They ju- he just knew. Patch Adams just knew it was an effective treatment, but wasn't so concerned with getting the measurements. More so in administering the laughter. That's what he did. He administered the laughter. Does a scaremometer show only how scared they've been, or does it work backwards as well? No. The problem is the scareometer. Is it a scaremometer, or have you just changed it to a scareometer? The scaremometer. The problem is with the scaremometer. It only measures the scare you make. It doesn't take into consideration... The laughter? No, no. The person's resistance against the scare. Okay. So if you did a 50% scare of spiders, it would measure your 50% spider scare. If that person's not scared of spiders, that's not going to show up on the scaremometer. Oh, yeah, obviously. Because they're not scared? It's not a perfect measurement. It's just a rough guide to know what scare you've put out. But if I attach the scaremometer to them, then I know how scared they get. Yes. Whereas, obviously, the scare... you'd have to put the scaremometer on them. Oh, yeah, because then it's just gauging my scare. Oh, yeah, because that's point... I know that. 
But I'm saying if you're holding the scaremometer, that's the problem. You need to get, you need to put it's it in their ear. Well, you have to put it in their ear. You have to put. You, have to you put it in always their ear. want to put it in their ear, and I'm like, they can just hold it. No. You can you can put it on their ankle, but you are like, no, it's got to go in the ear. Has I'm to, telling you, you don't get an accurate scare measurement if it's not in their ear. It's closer to the brain, so I feel where you're coming from. But it doesn't need to go in the ear, okay? The other option Stop trying is, to go the other into people's ears. directly into their heart, and people don't appreciate that. Heart or ear, I'm definitely going ear. Exactly. Also, I don't like going in people's hearts. It's makes me nauseous. It's weird. It's yeah. Squishy. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't like the constant pounding. I get a headache. <laughs> what I was actually asking was, so it measures how scared you get. Yes. Then someone makes you laugh. Does it then go back again, or does it just measure the amount that scare was? I think it only measures the scare. We'd have to we'd have to try it. Would we need to get a laughometer, a hilarometer? The only problem is if you put a scaremometer on somebody, scare them, get the scare measurement, yeah. and you then because they're still scared. Yeah. You're not going to get. A tr- you can get them to fake laugh, but then they're not going to get a true laugh out of them unless you're really good at making them laugh straight after being scared. You could put a, a laughometer on someone and get somebody else to make them laugh. But they're still going to be scared. A, 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 can they recover so fast from the scare that you can instantly make them laugh, or would you just want the laugh measurement after? I'm just want the laugh measurement after. Okay. I think it's good. It's worth measuring. It's good science. Yeah, I think if you're going to do it, you've got to take all principles into into. Do we need to do it in a zero gravity situation? Why would you have to do it in zero gravity? I just like watching people in zero gravity. It is funny to watch them move around, but then they're just constantly laughing and the scaring is not doing anything. In space, because no one can hear you scream, can you be scared? I think you can still be scared, but the level to which you are scared is less. We just don't hear them, because we're measuring their brain. if you can't hear someone scared, are they scared? It's like the whole, if you don't hear a tree fall. No, (laughs) bear in the woods, I was thinking. If you don't hear a bear in the woods (laughs) (laughs) falling out a tree, did the bear really fall out the tree? Or was the tree ever there? Or was the tree ever there? Or is the bear just a liar? Well, we know bears are honest creatures. I've never had a bear ever tell me a lie. But had a bear steal from us and then tell us straight after because they're so honest. That this is why I never believed the story of Goldilocks. Bears would never make a bad porridge. No. Would never make a bad bed. They're, they're such polite they type creatures. Pride over their cooking and hospitality. I get really upset that people think grizzly bears deserve such a bad rep. They they're not scary at all. Honestly, we went and met some once and they took us to the hopscotch and we played hopscotch with them. We went on the swings, went down some slides, got some great pictures. They built us an extension. <laughs> we didn't even ask we for didn't one. Ask. We actually went back to the Wormcraft and there was this extra part on the Wormcraft and they went, just looked like you could use an area to relax. Yeah. And it was like, we didn't we didn't mention anything, we just did it. Bears are the nicest. Oh, such nice creatures. Goldilocks, on the other hand, what's she about? Oh, yeah. I also saw her stealing. She, she broke into their house yeah. to eat their porridge and then told, told them their porridge was bad. Yeah, and then she went and slept in their beds. Who has the cheek to break into someone's house, eat their food and go, oh, your food is bad. I don't oh, like and it. complain about their chairs and their beds. They, they were actually really, really emotionally upset. They were really upset. And people think the bears are the bad ones. Uh, I'm just getting a bit emotional because I was really sad that she would even do that. We need to go and scare Goldilocks. I do reckon she does. She's so heartless. I reckon yeah, she doesn't she scare wouldn't. easy. So that's the other thing. If you scare a heartless person half to death, they're not going to get scared. And she's a redhead and she just dyes her hair. She's lying. She's a liar. She's, oh, you know I'm getting angry. I can't talk about this anymore. <laughs> I reckon there'd be more dead people if scaring someone half to death was not no, but I think a percentage would, based. I, I think people are too dramatic because they're not taking the true measurement from the scaremometer. They go, oh, that scared me half to death. No, you got actually scared 4% there. 
That was a 4% scare. Yeah, but we're not taking what they're saying. We're taking the actual scare no, half yeah. to death issue. So I think if you get scared half to death twice, if you don't laugh in between, then yes, you've had your total scare quota taken oh, I don't think... Yeah. I'm going the other way around. But we have to test it. The only way to truly know this, we can't answer it without testing it. If you are willing to volunteer to be scared... By two terrifying worms. I've got a scaremometer in me, and I'm hairless, and he's got a monobrow. We do need to put it in your ear, though. Not the monobrow, the scaremometer. And the monobrow. And, and the monobrow goes in to put the scaremometer in. Clean it. If you're willing to volunteer to be scared for an experiment, then yeah, just drop us a message. And we'll post the results. Well, we need to get you to come along first, and then we'll post you, your results afterwards. In the mail. But I'm going the other way. I'm saying it's percentage-based. Okay. So you never actually ever die. You just keep getting scared half to death. Yeah, weekend. which is... I just don't And think then you give someone some really bad sushi, and then they just Finishes them up. Yeah. I just don't think anyone's ever truly been scared half to death. I think people over-exaggerate on their, square, their scare levels. I think humans over-exaggerate it, but I think you can scare someone half to death. I just don't think humans are aware how scared... Being scared half yeah, to death. No one's ever been that scared. They're, they're scared 4% and they're, they think they that's half. They can't handle 4%, yeah. yeah. If we actually scared you 50% to death, you would know about it. Your knees would pop out. What's happened to you? Well, you were scared 25% because you lost one knee. I don't even have a knee. <laughs> I don't even know where that knee joint came from. It just popped out. Yeah, I was just like, what? What is, <laughs> what is that? I think that's a patella. <laughs> is, that, is that mine? I've never used my knee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've so... never bent my knee before but then that we laughed so hard after <laughs> it popped back in <laughs> it's hilarious oh it's great love a good knee <laughs> love a good knee it's a good thing there's two of us because then that means we've got two knees between us we have got two knees between yep. us this is great when we play knee patty whack knee patty whack okay so well yeah volunteer let us know if you would like to join the, ex- the experimentation you do have to sign a NDA and an agreement to not sue us. You've got to do well in zero gravity as well. Just in case. We haven't decided on the experiment, but you have to be open to anything. So the next question is, would you rather be rich and lonely and have everyone hate you, or be poor and have lots of friends? Okay, this is an interesting one, because there's only two of us on the ship. So having lots of friends wouldn't change for us. Yeah, but then you would lose me as a friend. It just says have lots of friends, not have no friends. Are you still yeah. allowed one friend? Yeah, I would assume you're still allowed at least one, because lots of friends would be more than none. <laughs> more than none. Also, with the other part of it, it says have everyone hate you. So not just rich and lonely, but everyone hates you everyone as well. Everyone hates you. So there's rich and lonely, and if there was no hate involved, then no one physically dislikes you. You just don't have any friends. But having everyone hate you as well really makes that more difficult to answer. The hate aspect is quite extreme. Hate's a strong word, like loads of people say hate and hates. It's actually one of the strongest words. It's, I swear I saw it bench press like 700 kilograms once. People don't expect hate to be such a strong word. I think they understand it's a powerful word, but there's there's a difference between power and strength. When you've watched strength. hate at the gym. <laughs> Hate's massive. Super powerful. He's not very cardio efficient. No, no one likes him either. <laughs> no one likes him. I think that's why he's got so much time to work at the, work out at the gym, because he's he is a loner. He's very lonely. 
Because he hates everything. By everyone hate you. Just hate you. Everyone hate you. Oh, that's confusing. That is confusing. That's not English. Leave hate alone, man. <laughs> also, he's powerful. He's going to hurt you. And he's rich. He's super rich. He's so rich. Which is why he's lonely and everyone hates him. And everyone hates him. That's why he changed his name to hate. Because, well, I thought that was his original name. I thought he changed it. From happiness. From happiness to hate. <laughs> when he brought his own gym. Because he was so rich. That's fair enough. I mean, he was already benching about 400 kg then, so he bought his own gym so he could just train harder. Do you remember when he got the gym and yeah. he called it Hate Gym? I was really sad for a while. Cause Why has he made a building called Hate Gym? And uh, I just thought, I was really close to him for a while and then he decided to... Erect uh, just, his building? Yeah, called Hate Gym and loads of people went, which was really upsetting. <laughs> really confused by this, this shrine to hating gym. Yeah, and then when they realised it wasn't to hate on me they all left like, this is rubbish it's just a it's just a gym gym it's a workout gym, workout gym. hating up gym gym so or you'd be poor and have lots of friends so you got no money got lots of friends who you can borrow money off <laughs> so does it matter how good are these friends well what if you have what if you have hate as a friend Ooh. and just borrow his money but he's lonely but you're his friend but he wouldn't consider you his friend you don't know that if I have loads of friends, are they actually my friend back or do I just consider them friends and they all don't actually know who I am? Internet friends. Because they don't know who I am. I'll be like, oh, I've got Jeff as a friend and... That's it. Vatman as a friend. Vatman. And... Dway Joe. Dway Joe's our best friend. Also, we, we never talk about Terry Crews as how close a friend we are with him. We are good friends with Terry Crews. Yeah, he lets us dance on his pecs. It's really fun. And then he holds us like spaghetti. Swings us around. Swings us around. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he asks us if it's okay. Obviously, it's okay. It's always okay. Yeah. It's great. I feel like one of the glow sticks in White Chicks when he swings us around. It's fun times. Yep. He always visits the Nice Ship as well. Has he his does, own, yeah. Has his, well, that's what we use the extension for, for his bedroom. Because he's massive, he needs his own extension. Pretty huge. Him and Dwayjo are actually really good friends. I don't know if you know this in the uh, in the human world, but when they come up, they come and visit together. They do. They carpool. Yeah. And now Dwayjo brings his tequila now, so we get a bit we get a bit naughty. Do they see. put us in the tequila? Yeah, sometimes they do put us in the tequila. Like tequila worms. Yeah. And then they do <laughs> shots with us, and then they pull us back out. It's yeah. it's it's good. Yeah, you wouldn't understand, but it's cool. It's cool for us. Yeah, we love it. We get involved. Yeah, we do. We're really really drunk after we come out of the tequila though very drunk it's amazing how they have such large bottles of tequila it's because they're such big guys I mean they're like 54 litre bowls they have huge bottles of tequila they, they don't get particularly drunk off the they 54 litres either nope. I swear it takes two bottles to take them down each well it takes us two bottles we have to sit in there for a while until <laughs> so they get to the bottom <laughs> sucking in that tequila word juice so to answer the question I think I would take the second one, be poor and have lots of friends, then I'd just be friends with hate and use his money. But he's not your friend back. But it doesn't matter, because I'm his friend and I'll just be like... But yeah, you can't just take his money. I we're not Goldilocks. That's what we do. No, we're not taking people's money. We ask them politely for it. And take it. And then if they don't, then we take it. But normally we ask first. But that's why, that's my plan. I'm the only reason we take the money from hate is because he's really mean. And he just leaves it on his doorstep. Because yeah. he's got so much, he's got yeah. nowhere else to keep it and the bank ran out of room. So they just and he can't keep it in the outhouse because he keeps his gym there. So they just leaves it places. So we just take it. It's almost like you go on a quest, and every time you cross them, and you pick it up and put it in your worm pouch. Yep, like a kangaroo pouch. It's like a kangaroo pouch, but, but only for money. But only for money, so yep. we can keep in it. Can we choose to do different things? So I'll be rich 
and lonely and you be poor and f- have lots of friends and then we can just live together. And then we just do that. And then, yeah, we have the best of both worlds. Because then I've got all the friends and bring them to the parties and you've got all the money to make the parties. Yeah. And they're not my friends technically, but that doesn't mean that they can't hang out with me. <laughs> That's true. They just don't like you. Yep. Don't know if I want to be the rich lover guy. <laughs> I would not give you up for anything, so I would probably go poor and uh, lone, uh, poor and poor and lonely. Could you imagine? <laughs> I would take poor and lonely, please. <laughs> I want the best of both worlds. Okay, poor so and lonely. If you're taking poor and lonely, can then I take rich and friends? Okay. Well, technically, it's up for grabs. <laughs> cool. Done then. Sorted. Can I be poor and lonely and have hate on my side? <laughs> I feel like this is the winning combination. Well, well, not hate's lonely anyway, so... I meant poor and have friends, but for some reason, I really want to be poor and lonely. <laughs> just, yeah, just picked it up. Like, you saw it, took it. Had a little taste, marinated it. <laughs> Enjoyed let, it. Fermented it. Fermented it. Left it in an oak barrel. Poured aged, it out. Aged it. Aged it for 77.3 years. The best. Yep. Which we found. And then poured out a single shot. And then didn't like it. <laughs> I hated it to bits. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. You know how it was a long time to wait? But hate brought the whole barrel. He did. Well, he did. He and was a bother, yeah. were rich. He was like, that's awful. Can I have the barrel, please? That worked out for us. But then I wasn't allowed the money because I've still got to be poor, so I gave it to you. You just got rich. Richer. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna stop giving you my money. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna. Go, I'm not gonna give you up for the world. So I'm gonna go poor, and with friends. I think I'll do the poor and friends. Why not? <laughs> why not? Thanks. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You really appreciate me. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I like you're you my too. best friend. Oh, you're my best friend. <laughs> we're friends. We're friends. It's a good thing we're friends because otherwise this would be a really rubbish wormcraft to be on. It would be a rubbish wormcraft. It's like when we had no windows. Oh, so lonely. So rubbish as well. Yeah, I couldn't see outside. So drafty. I kept driving into, or flying into rocks, because I couldn't see them. And then they came in and it was... <laughs> yeah, not the rock. He would never do that. But we're talking about space rocks. There's that one time he hit us. Yeah, but that's because we were annoyed. We stole his shoes. Yeah. We, ate, we, we ate his shoes. And we replaced his laces with us, and he thought we were his laces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was hilarious, until he started tightening his laces. I was like, you're strangling me. He hated it. He hated it. Well, yeah, because he kept wiggling on his feet when he was trying to do... Squats. Squats. He didn't enjoy that day. Yeah, he wasn't happy about that. Apparently it was meant to be like a really intense workout day. He was. He's, we're always going to be friends with him. Always. He loves us. Oh, that, another person I wouldn't want to give up? The Rock. Yeah. And Terry Crews. And Terry Crews. And Patch Adams. And Patch well, we haven't actually got to visit him, but I presume he'd want to be our friends. I mean... We know that. We're like really, really long worms. Why wouldn't we want to be one of these yeah. friends with long space worms? Exactly. We could wrap ourselves around him and keep him warm. And we're going to bring him biscuits. We are going to. Br- he doesn't know yet. I mean, if anybody brought me biscuits, I'd be pretty happy about it. I love biscuits. Someone just turned upon your doorstep with biscuits. Like Sometimes biscuits. I wake up and you've laid a biscuit on my head. Yes. And I'm like, oh, biscuits. I love biscuits. Love biscuits. Okay. So <laughs> that that wraps up another adventure in the spacecraft. We have taken it to beyond and back again and back again well there's a bed bath and beyond should we go there <laughs> let's go there we've never been no i haven't it's in the united states of america <laughs> what does the beyond stand for i'm unsure but i'm willing to find out we'll have to we'll let we'll let you everyone know we'll let everyone know do i have to have a sleep have a bath before i can go to beyond to beyond that's the order so bed bath and beyond, beyond. Do I have to buy them or actually partake in the services that they provide? Don't sleeping know. and bathing? Don't know. 
That's what we're going what to find would, out. Uh, and then we'd find out what Beyond service is. Yeah. Ooh. We'll figure it out. We'll find out. We'll go there. Ask them for their services. Experience and the services. That's our next adventure that we can go on. And that's and what we'll, we'll let you know what happens. We just want to thank the two questionnaires. Questionnaires. Like musketeers, but of the question. So they're not wielding muskets. They're wielding questions. The first question was from Amanda Bradbury Hayden again, so thank you for that. Coming up with a question for us. And the next question was from Ellie Badger. That's her actual surname, apparently. Yep. And she loves it. She loves a badge. And, and badges. <laughs> badges. So to claim your badges... Do you ask it, a question? Which you, which you two have. And you get a badge. So email us with your address and we can post that out to you. Connect to the worms at gmail.com. Or you can message us on Twitter at wondering underscore worms. Or you can get to us on the Facebook page of Wandering Worms. All the normal places. You should know them by now, I hope, because you should be following us. If you want to get to us on Twitter or Facebook, make sure it's a private message because of your address. GDPR. Gudapur. I've heard it's called. That's actually what GDPR stands for. Gudapur. That's because that's the guy who made it. Gudapur. Really French. It's really nice, though. He is. Yeah. Had a weird moustache. I feel like people are just nicer to us because. Why is everyone always so nice to us? We're really cute. We do give them biscuits as well. As well. We, do, we always bring gifts. We, always bring we gifts. also research the person we're about to meet. So if we know they don't like gifts, we don't bring them gifts. And if they like gifts, we bring them gifts. But we're not nice to people. We're even nice to people like Goldilocks, and she's evil. She was evil. Ooh, strong word, but not as strong as hate. Not as strong as hate. Not the strongest word. He's too strong. No too one strong. can hate him. But no, thank you. Claim your badges from us and anybody else who wants to get a badge, send some questions in, get some followers for us, and then when we mention them or in a podcast, you can send us your postal address and we'll get that sent out to you. Yep. Like us, share us, wear Please. us as hats. And then you can be our friends too. We might send you a biscuit. Or a badge. Definitely a badge. <laughs> maybe a biscuit. Maybe a biscuit. Maybe a biscuit. Or maybe a pineapple jaffa. Who knows? Nobody knows. Get ready. Bye. We're out. <laughs>